This is Skip. And Sharon. And we both want to welcome you to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. And as our theme song says, what a wonderful world. And it really is. It really it is. It really is. Even though with all the chaotic stuff going on, go out and vote. Yep, get out and vote. No matter which way you vote, vote. But today we have a special guest that we will be talking to, and he will re- he can't talk. Blah, blah, blah. He will reveal a way <laughs> to really create the best possible you. His it na- sounds exciting. His name is Skip Albright, so we have two Skips in the house today. Mm. And he has done some amazing work with people, so write these numbers down and give us a call, and our special guest can talk to you or answer your questions about his Forte, I'm not going to say what it is yet, Not, but it's Skip Albright, and our call-in numbers are 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569. Do you know that I could take, since you guys have nicknames, I could have a nickname too? What's yours? Tulu. Tulu who? Skip Tulu. Oh. <laughs> Rimshot. <laughs> Anyway, you can also get a hold of us uh, by going to the PsychicSpectrum.com website. And there you can see how to schedule a private reading, talking to the other side appointment with us, how to book uh, Skip and I uh, as your entertainment for your next party or event, uh, whether it's in your home or a special event like New Year's Eve, Christmas parties, office parties, etc. We have an entire panel of professional psychics and readers to bring along with us if you need more than just the two of us. And whatever the size of your party or event, we can be your entertainment. Just click on the contact page and give us a shot. And now, it's time for Sharon's Joke of the Week. (laughs) I love that. I really do. Okay, my joke this time, Eric, I would really like to know if you could play my favorite song. You know what that is? I don't. It's called, She Has Nine Buttons on Her Nightgown, But She Could Only Fasten Eight. (laughs) <laughs> Who's that by? I'm not saying. Okay. <laughs> you want to know what's on the back, on the flip side of that song? Is there a B-side? There's a B-side. <laughs> there is. The B-side is, we got to get out of the wheat field, Nelly, because we're going against the grain. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, that's I see the difference between someone who's done this for a thousand years and us who've done it for a hundred years. You've got, you say... What's on the flip side? And he says, and <laughs> we got a B side. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh, yeah, he's but, been around. <laughs> he knows his stuff. I'm actually old. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. We're, we're so old as before they had bees. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. So let's get into our show today. Let's introduce our guest. His name is Skip Albright. Hello, Skip, and welcome to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on your show today. Yeah, I, I, we appreciate you yeah. coming and, and spending the time with us. And, and I it, love the name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> no, we appreciate you spending the time and in, in explaining to us what you do and how you do it and some of the results that can be had from it. So I guess mm-hmm. now is a good time to I was reveal say, us. What does he do? Skip is a hypnotherapist. Ooh. And we will reveal how we came in contact with Skip, and it's a little bizarre, but understandable. Really? And and then in a moment, we're going to get into some deep topics. What do you mean it's understandable? What do you mean? Well, I don't know how I found him. Oh. I was looking through the internet on people who have specialties of this or that. Yeah. And people who had been on certain other radio shows, TV, and things like that. Uh Uh-huh. And Skip's. Skip Albright just popped up on the screen. Really? And I looked at that and I read it and I went, now that is something because this guy knows how to explain what he does. Well, there's always a reason for everything. So that's how I found you, Skip. And that's kind of where I'm thinking we're going to go with this today. Is Interesting. Fine. Yeah, it was really, and I've had that happen a couple of times. Yeah, and it has. And of course. Of yeah. course, with the three of us, there is no mystery about how you found me. The universe exactly. opened up the pathway and, and exactly. led you here. And yep, I'm just there are no coincidences. That that there no, are that, no that coincidences. Exactly right. Yeah, I like yeah. the way you think. You think yeah. the way we do. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yep. I don't have to that's, work into it, so that's great. That's, you bet. 
Wow. Well, I'm excited because I love hypnotherapy. I really do. I've had, I've been hypnotized a couple of times in my life. Yeah. Yeah. One was mm-hmm. to marry Skip, but. That's right. You know. And it worked. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, we've introduced you. I wanted to tell people, get a cup of coffee or a Coca-Cola, sit back, enjoy our talk today with Skip, and we are going to need to take a break because we've got to pay a few bills. And here's a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Skip Albright and Hypnotherapy. Ginger's Pet Rescue is one of the largest nonprofit pet rescue organizations in Washington State, specializing in saving death row dogs. As of this airing, Ginger's Pet Rescue has saved well over 17,000 dogs. Go to the website and find an adoption event near you. You can also volunteer to help at events, or you can foster a dog until they can be adopted. Ginger's Pet Rescue is a 501c3 nonprofit organization and accepts your tax deductible donations. The website again is gingerspetrescue.org. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. This is the Rate Spectrum Psychic Spectrum Radio. Whatever it is, it's the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Well, you know, Venus is retrograde. Not that that has anything to do with my mouth, but I just thought I'd throw that in. Okay. (laughs) I want to say thank you to Sharon James, our call screener. She does a great job back there for us. And she's also one of our psychics on our panel on Wednesday night. And if you're ever looking for an affordable Reiki training, she can also help you out with that because she's the best you can get when it comes to Reiki. She does it from the heart, and she tells you the right way to do it. So let us know, and we'll get you in touch with Sharon for that. And also, thank you, Mr. E, for doing what you do, our production engineer. Always a pleasure. Ah. And Mr. Eric Ryder, the wizard, the man behind the curtain. Okay, so today we're back with Skip Albright. Um, I'm going to give the numbers again. If you have a question about hypnotherapy, call in. Uh, get in line because we can take your calls and Skip can answer your questions. Numbers are 425-373-5527 and toll free at 888 So, Skip, let's dig right in on this. You are located in Surprise, Arizona, correct? That is correct. Okay. And let's, let's, let's give an introduction, a little bio. Let me give you what I've kind of dug up, and I'm sure you can add a whole lot more. But sure. you're... Your what what really caught my eye and made me look at at what I was seeing on the screen when I met you was it said skipnotherapy.com <laughs> and it naturally yep. being another skip it caught my eye and I'm thinking skip psychic therapy or skip something or other and I'm trying to work the, my name in like you did that's really catchy and that's cool skipnotherapy.com <laughs> which you can't do with yours no 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 but you. You are also an author. You wrote an ebook that people can go find on can Amazon. A, sorry, hmm? can can he be a size skip? A size skip? Oh, <laughs> yes, he could. Size oh. skip. Size oh, that's yes. cute. Eric, great, I great. like it. I yeah. like a good one. Size <laughs> skip. I got to think about that. There should be a drum thing after that. No, I got to think about that one. <laughs> but you wrote an ebook that people can find on Amazon. It's called Skipnosis, Self Hypnosis: A Guide to Creating Life improving change and correct it, it explains in detail three separate methods for conducting self-hypnosis and correct. i read that and i thought wow this guy really does have the ability or the the knack for getting the word out to people and having them take a look at what they can do or what they can what's available to them and then putting an ebook out that's awesome now does skip then kind of teach you how to hypnotize yourself well, let's talk about that. How, do, how does that work, Skip? It does. The, the guy does. You know, everybody goes into hypnosis 40 to 60 times a day. Wow. And when I tell people that, especially new clients who come to visit me, they're often taken aback by that because they don't understand what hypnosis really is. And the general public does. They get most of their understanding of hypnosis from movies and television. They've seen movies like Get Out. You see this new Geico commercial where the guy says he has uh, he's like a master of hypnosis and had people around him going to clean his gutters and make it a frittata for him. (laughs) Yeah, and and that's what people by and large, you know, if you've seen the movie The Manchurian Candidate, Uh people Mm -hmm. believe that hypnosis is is a form of mind control, Mm -hmm. and nothing could be further from the truth. Hypnosis is something we all do every day, for good or for bad. And the people who come to see me, 
who invariably a lot of them want to try to tell me, I don't think I'm a good candidate for hypnosis. And they go on to tell me about all the, the different uh, uh, maladies that are taking place in their subconscious mind, the habits, the fears, the phobias. Uh, they have low self-esteem. Uh, they're unmotivated. Uh, they're feeling a lot of stress in their life. Or they're not able to, to really feel happy in their lives. Yeah. And that, to me, is a sure sign that they're using hypnosis, self-hypnosis, but for the wrong reasons. Anytime oh, you cool. have a thought that has an emotion attached to it, uh-huh. you're conducting hypnosis. And if you think about the things in your life, the unpleasant memories in your life, you all you have to do is recall what took place. Let's say you were a little kid and somebody called you an idiot and it hurt your feelings. That act of it hurting your feelings is what anchored it into your subconscious mind. That's, and your I, subconscious mind will never forget that. I and it's agree. always looking to verify or refute that information. Yep. Yes. That, yep. Yep, I agree with that. We've seen that a bazillion times in, in yes. people. I don't have to wait till childhood. Somebody called me that the other day. So, <laughs> so self-hypnosis <laughs> or hypnotherapy, uh, if someone does it for you and guides you through it like you do, can change that or get rid of it or put it to the side yeah. or what? It, it, yeah, through a process that we call reframing, and that's called hetero-hypnosis, when you're doing hypnosis on someone else as opposed to the self-hypnosis, obviously. Hmm. Self-hypnosis is a tricky uh, prospect if you have a really deep-seated uh, or very traumatic issue that you're trying to deal with. So I teach classes here in the local area. I've got one uh, in two days at a place called Rio Salado College, where I teach self-hypnosis to groups of people. I'll typically have 40 or 50 attendees in a class like that. And a lot of those people that show up are simply curious about what hypnosis is, mm-hmm. but a lot of them want to be able to try to resolve some issue in their life. Perhaps it's a, a, a problem that a memory that they've been dealing with since childhood, which is often the case. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's a habit. You know, I want to learn how to quit smoking. I want to lose weight, which is Really, those are the two primary things that people equate with hypnosis. But by and large, most of my work is in other areas. A lot of it's anxiety, that kind of thing. Right. But when you're trying to do self-hypnosis, very much like meditation, and you're very familiar with that, mm-hmm. uh-huh. for the novice, the person that's just starting out, it's a difficult prospect sometimes. You can go about seven seconds before your mind takes off in a different direction, oh, and yeah. you find you're no longer clear in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I tell the people that come to see me, my clients, when I give them recordings to listen to uh, between sessions, which I always do, I want them to use that to practice the skill of hypnosis, to be able to really learn how to relax their mind. And then once we get into additional sessions and I teach them how to be able to create these positive suggestions for themselves, then it really starts to take effect. Oh, I see. So does the person that you're helping, do they have to believe in it? No, absolutely not. And in fact, what I do, Sharon, very very typically is I do what we call convincers yeah. early in the session. And I'll, for instance, have them do what I call an eye lock, where I just relax them for a few seconds, have them close down their eyelids, and give suggestions to them that their eyes, the more they relax, the tighter their eyelids close down, and once they're sure, it almost feels as if they've been super glued shut. Oh, wow. And I ask them, once you're sure that your eyes are so relaxed that they simply don't work anymore, I want you to give them a good test. I want you to try it open, and you'll see that your eyebrows may raise, but your eyelids won't open. And the harder you try, the tighter they close <laughs> down. You can try, but they won't work. Yeah. And out of a group of, say, 45 or 50 people, maybe five people in the entire room actually open their eyes. And that is a, a big contextual clue to me, because what they're really telling me is they're not willing to give up control, ah. which is one of the issues that leads to other things in their life. They don't it. trust that everybody else in the room kept their eyes closed, so they have to open their eyes and look around and see. So they don't want to look like the only person in the room that, that kept their eyes closed. Okay. It has a lot to do with self-esteem. So when that happens, do you like talk them through it, or do you say this isn't for you, or what? 
I explained, no, no, no. And, and that doesn't mean that they can't be hypnotized. That simply means they may be dealing with uh, hypervigilance, mm. where they've, they've learned through their lives that they can't let go of control. I'll give you an example. I had a guy come to me once for anxiety. And this was when my office was in Salem, Oregon. And uh, he came to me and said, you know, I'm having all these issues with anxiety. And I very early into the session realized how hypervigilant this guy was. And he said, I can't walk my dog down the street without thinking when I get to the corner, it, uh, what am I going to do if there's another dog off leash and he starts attacking my dog? Now, he's always looking for landmines before he ever gets somewhere. Yeah. And that's, that's by and large, what hypervigilance is. Those are the kind of people that have really internalized anxiety in their, in their subconscious mind. And they're always walking around with the yellow light or the red light flashing and the klaxon going off. Oh, wow. Wow, interesting. That must be stressful. Yep. And you've obviously had some good results with that through your career. Excellent results with all kinds of issues. Wow, that's all right. cool. Well, That's listen, so cool. let's do this. It's time for us to stop and take a break. Then I'm going to come back and sure. talk about sessions, having okay. sessions with you. And then Perfect. I got a couple of deep topics I wanted to get into here that I uh, came up with. So let's take a break. Excellent. We'll get an ad uh, from our sponsor here, and we'll be right back in a moment. The Psychic Showcase is a weekly event that Sharon and Skip have been doing for eight years in Fife at the Poodle Dog Restaurant. It's called the Psychic Showcase because we showcase some of the most talented speakers, readers, astrologers, and palmists on the West Coast. This is a weekly event, and it's every Wednesday evening. Come in early and get a psychic reading, an astrology reading, or a palmistry reading, or more. From one of the most highly professional readers on our panel, you can order from the menu and have dinner and desserts before or during the event. The doors open at 5.30 p.m. for readings, and the program starts at 7. Admission is just $5 per person, and everyone who attends gets a free psychometry reading from someone on the panel. For more information on this and our other events, go to our website at PsychicSpectrum.com. Looking for a place to have your next event? Look no further as the Laurel Place in North Seattle offers a wonderful venue that has a large ballroom and event facility. Whether you're looking for a venue for a wedding, a conference, a special event, or an off-site business meeting, along with the separate meeting rooms and a large ballroom for that private meeting you want to conduct. Plenty of parking in their private parking lot. The facility has a state-of-the-art audio-video system and a kitchen for a do-it-yourself food prep or a Laurel Place offers a commercial kitchen and their staff provides impeccable catering services for you. The Laurel Place is where to go. 206-605-2242. That's 206-605-2240. The Laurel Place in North Seattle. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. Well, we're back with Skip Albright, and we're talking about hypnotherapy, which is he has a whole new look on it that I have never really thought of, and I kind of like it. So the next time Skip says, I don't know where the heck I am, I'm going to say I'm hypnotizing myself. Well, you know, I like the fact that he's explaining this to us in a way that I've never had it explained I know. Before. It's, it's, it's interesting. Well, Skip Albright is our guest today. He's in Surprise, Arizona. He is a member of the National Guild of Hypnotists, member of the Arizona Society for Professional Hypnosis, and he has a thriving practice his website is skipnotherapy.com and i thought that was kind of interesting being another skip so anyhow can he explain a little bit about the conscious and the subconscious when i was reading the stuff that you gave me i found it very interesting how much of the subconscious is taken up and how much of the conscious we don't really live that much in well actually i hate to say this yeah. Hold that thought because I'm coming in for a landing here <laughs> okay. in the next segment with that. All right. That's going to be our topic in the third segment. Okay. So uh, if. I if, knew that. Okay. I want to go, before we get into the deep topic here, I want to talk about how somebody can book a session with you and be a client of yours and that kind of thing. Now, sure. a session lasts what, approximately 90 minutes? Yeah, first sessions normally are between 90 minutes and, and two hours, okay. uh, typically. And it really depends. I do uh, 
what I call a diagnostic interview in that first session, where I'm really trying to get to know not only the, the biographical data of the client, but I want to know what issues they're dealing with and, and what was the uh, origin of that, what we call the ISE, the initial sensitizing event. Mm-hmm. Many times they don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, I'll give you, a, if you don't mind, I'll give you a quick example. Sure. I had a woman come to me once. A doctor sent her to me because she had to have an MRI, and she said, uh, there's no way I'm going to have an MRI. I have severe claustrophobia. Oh, I've heard that and, many times. You know, oh, sorry? I say, I, I've, we've heard that many times. Oh, yeah. People have said that. You bet. And there, was a, there are a lot of your listeners out there who are dealing with issues like that, like claustrophobia. Oh, yeah. Well, it was it was important for her to have this MRI. Her doctor was insistent upon it. So he was hoping by sending this woman to me that I could help her overcome her fear of, of enclosed spaces. Long story short, during the interview, as I'm trying to uncover the layers of her phobia, her fear, she said, you know, I haven't thought about this in a long, long time. But back when I was about four or five, my two older brothers stuck me in a sleeping bag and they tied the top clothes. You think I had anything to do with it? I said, well, I think I had everything to do with it. Yeah, I would say so. So how that happened, at, at four years old, she becomes afraid of being in a sleeping bag. No doubt about it. And if you try to stick her back inside a sleeping bag that day, you'd have probably had a fight on your hand. Sure. Because yeah. that was the offending trauma. Sure. Here, she's 35 years old. Now she can't ride in elevators. She can't go into small rooms that have a lot of people in them. She can't ride an aircraft, and absolutely she cannot go into uh, have an MRI. What happens is the subconscious mind, as your protector, extrapolates its understanding of what is a threatening enclosed environment. So Mm -hmm. as time goes on, as she ages, and as she gets to experience more and more of these enclosed spaces, such as, elevators or aircraft or small rooms, the subconscious mind reminds her through feeling, in other words, you might, every one of us has these feelings, something bothers us, you feel it in your chest, you feel it in your stomach, you feel it in your mind, or a tightness in your shoulders or arms, whatever it is, whenever she started to go into some of these places, that same feeling that she felt at four or five years old would crop up. And she couldn't go into it. And that is just simply her subconscious mind protecting her, saying, I understand you don't want to have to re-experience the feeling of being in an enclosed space. Isn't being in an elevator similar to being in a sleeping bag? And isn't being in an airplane the same as being in a sleeping bag? Sure. So it creates that same feeling inside of Wow. And so in order to keep that feeling from reoccurring, it creates the fear of enclosed spaces. And so you will never go into one of them. Absolutely. Therefore, you won't have that feeling again. Wow, that's a, know, that's amazing. That makes total sense. Sure. Yeah. And absolutely. how many times? How many people do we know that we've met that have had experiences like that, or other experiences that? Well, all I got to do is look in the mirror. Well, yeah, I know. But skip the the whole the whole premise for our radio show, the whole premise mm-hmm. for the psychic showcase that we do on Wednesdays, the the mm-hmm. whole premise for the talking to the other side that we do once a month. Mm-hmm. is to educate people, to show them that something is out there for them. And I, my motto, and I get in trouble for this from my wife, is if I always say if we give you one piece of information that blows your dress up, then we've done our job. You know, and, you and they can take it and do it. Now, with you being in Surprise, Arizona, now, I have already asked you this, but I'm going to ask you on the air. You do your sessions in person. But you also do sessions through Skype. Is that I do, correct? Through, through Skype, Skype and Zoom. And Zoom. Both, and Zoom. Uh, mm-hmm. Both uh, programs offer you the ability to be able to have face-to-face contact, obviously, with the, the person on the other side. Yeah. And that's all I need. I just need to be able to see them for them to be able to see me, although in session their eyes are usually closed. Right. But I have to be able to see them. I want to see what reactions are taking place. Mm-hmm. I want to see their eyes. I want to see their hands. That kind of thing. Yeah. So so if anybody listening to us here in the Seattle, Tacoma, Northwest Washington area, uh, even up there in Canada, yeah. don't think that you're limited to being, you have to be with 
Skip to have a session with him. You can call him on his website, uh, contact him through his website at skipnotherapy.com and talk to him, book a session, and you could do these things via Skype or Zoom and still get the same results. Isn't, I could be wrong, but aren't we streamed like worldwide? On the radio show? Yeah. Yes, we are. That's the good point. So Wherever you, you are in, in the world. Yeah, Skip, I don't know if <laughs> I told you this. The show is streamed on, I mean, the, on, could, the, web, on the web. Yeah, so and, anybody could call them. Yeah, somebody in, I don't know, China could be listening or somebody in England. The North Pole. Yeah. So Maybe Santa's got uh, some I, issues. I, I expect to get calls from Germany and Japan this afternoon. Oh, <laughs> all right. Sweet. Well, there Sweet. you go. <laughs> okay, so. So actually, and, and your point is well taken, and, and I appreciate you, you saying that, but I do get calls and, and work with clients from all across the country and in Canada. Oh, I can so believe it. I that, can believe that it. That happens all the time. Yeah. All right. That's great. Well, that's because you're doing the good work, my friend. Okay, so well, now that we've established who Skip Albright is, uh-huh. what work he does, how to get a hold of him and how he does it, now we're going to come to the deep parts where I told you I'm coming in for a landing. Okay. So on your website, I read three things that just blew me away because I've never looked at them like this. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, what do you call it? Synopsisize this Synopsisize? down to a few sentences that if I can. must have been a real gust of wind if it yes. blew you away. So your website says our minds are comprised of two parts. The conscious mind and the subconscious yes, mind. I found that fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like the visible part of an iceberg and the invisible part of an iceberg. The visible part, which is the conscious mind, is responsible for short-term memory, logic, speech, and language, as well as our daily routine and, and comprises about 12% of our mental functioning. Your conscious mm-hmm. mind, 12% of your mental functioning. Mm-hmm. All right. Our more powerful subconscious mind, however... Like the memory, logic, creativity, and our belief systems and protection systems are all about are all part of the subconscious mind. Yeah, I found For that fascinating. Eighty-eight percent is our subconscious. Yeah. I mean, I gotta try you to know, remember these numbers forever yeah, because this is important. Eighty-eight percent. You believe that? Uh, it's hard yeah, to believe. Uh, and and to make it even sound more fantastic, all kinds of scientists and prestigious educational research facilities have been trying for a long time to compare the power of the conscious mind to the subconscious mind, and it's almost universally accepted. I mean, Harvard Medical School and other places have done this this research. It's almost universally accepted that our conscious minds process about 2,000 bits per second. Now, I'm not a computer engineer. I don't know if if that's one word on a computer screen or a a, a photograph or a paragraph, and it doesn't matter because I'll compare apples to apples here. It's enough that... You can hear what I'm saying, you can understand it, and at the same time formulate opinions or questions. But your, sub- your conscious mind uses your five senses. I call it your investigative reporter. Yeah, yeah. gathering yeah. information all day long. So you're listening to me right now using the sense of hearing. When I have a client in my office, they're using the sense of sight and hearing to uh-huh. compare what I'm telling them. Those same scientists said that most people... Their subconscious mind processes six to eight billion bits per second. 2,000 versus six to eight billion bits per second. That means, doing the math, it's three to four million times faster and more powerful than your conscious mind. And most people don't understand that. And they're incredulous when they hear that. But your subconscious mind is responsible for two things. You have the base subconscious that runs your physiology. So it's while you're sitting there, both of you and all your listeners, their subconscious minds are doing amazing things. Your heart is beating, and you don't have to consciously tell it to beat every time. Mm-hmm. Your, your lungs are taking in air, your pancreas is producing insulin, all the things are happening. Digestive system, immune system, etc., etc. all the organs in your body, your hair is growing, your body's maintaining constant temperature, etc., etc. And it does that 24 steps, 365. It never goes to sleep. Wow. Not only is your conscious mind wimpy in terms of processing power, but it gets fatigued very easily and has to sleep every night. And it does. Your subconscious mind never sleeps or you would die. All those functions that keep you alive are constantly running. And then the other part of your subconscious mind is the intermediate subconscious, what I call the information manager. And that information manager organizes and stores all your memories and emotions throughout your entire life. And it is 
fantastic. Wow. It takes the information that the investigative reporter, the conscious mind, feeds it, and it checks all your databases to see if you have any experience, and then it'll tell the, the base subconscious, the machine operator, what you should do. As an example, if you walked outside your studio and you saw a dog running at you barking and snarling, your conscious mind sees it and hears it, the investigative reporter, but it doesn't know what the intention of that dog is. So it feeds that information into the information manager, that intermediate subconscious. Mm -hmm. And your intermediate subconscious in a nanosecond searches all the memories of your life experience. And let's say you were bit by a dog when you were six years old. It came up to you and it was barking and it bit you. Now it's telling you that yeah, I found something. (laughs) I'll bet this is what that dog's doing. I'll bet he's going to come up and and bite you to create the response in your physiology. And so the the, uh, information manager tells the machine operator, run like heck, get out of here, or Mm -hmm. get ready to fight this dog. But what if it searched those databanks and it didn't come up with anything? You're a dog lover. You've never been bit by a dog. So you bend down and you pet the dog. You say, hey, how you doing? It's so good to see you. And the difference is your base of experience. But all that is held in your subconscious mind, that memory of your subconscious mind, which then controls the action that you decided to take. And, it, you and, it's, decide and it's not, it's not just memories of childhood, right? Like if you'd never been bitten no. and you did that, you could get bitten by the dog, and that would go into your subconscious at the age you are now, right? You're so correct. That, that creates a brand-new ISE, initial wow. sensitizing event, and okay. that happens all the time. Interesting. Okay, Skip, yeah. we're going to stop for a break here. Okay. Your people, you are listening to Skip Albright, hypnotherapist at Surprise, Arizona. And this is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show at 1150 AM KKNW, and we will return in just one moment. Join Sharon and Skip at their next Talking to the Other Side event. Sharon and I have held this event every month for over 18 years. This event happens on the first Saturday evening of every month. We meet in a group setting, we spend three full hours with the group, and we will use our psychic slash medium abilities to take as many questions from you and provide answers as we can. Your questions can be about any topic, whether it's something you're facing or you need direction on. We will also talk with those who've passed on, providing one more time for you to communicate with them, showing that they are not really gone and that their connection has never left us. We make it fun, we keep it lively, and we keep it real and down to earth. You can order dinner or desserts from the menu before or during the program. Doors open at 5 p.m. and the event goes from 6 to 9 p.m. But you can come and go anytime you like during the program. This event has constantly been sold out, so remember to get there early and save your seat. The cost is only $20 per person, and remember that you have two psychic mediums to talk with for three full hours, as we make it a point to talk with every person attending. For more information on this and our other events, go to our website at PsychicSpectrum.com. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show with Sharon and myself. And today our guest is Skip Albright, a hypnotherapist who lives in Surprise and works in Surprise, Arizona. Now, Skip is going to take some calls from you guys. He'll answer some questions on hypnotherapy if you want. The number is 425-373-5527 or 888-298-KKNW. And also, when we're done with this interview, if we have time left, they can call in and you and I'll answer questions. Sure, about the psychic side yeah, of things. Yeah, so if you want to call in for that, go ahead and get in line. Okay, Skip Albright, I have a questions for you. Sure. The, okay, in your website, it also says that since we're talking, we talked about the conscious mind processes 2,000 bits per second, if we were to compare it to a computer, and the un- or subconscious mind processes about 6 to 8 billion bits per second. Uh, you said 100 million times more than the conscious mind. So 3 to 4 million times. Oh, 3, three to, 4, to 4, million. 4 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so is there a difference between female and male? No. Oh. Okay. There's not. <laughs> so that's... that's you know, well, it, there's a difference between a human being and a animal, but oh. no. Okay, uh, by so. large, human beings are, are pretty similar when it comes to how our, okay. our minds operate, the conscious and subconscious mind. Okay, because, you know, they always said women had could think twice yeah. as fast as, I'm just wondering. Yeah, never, <laughs> I never believed it. Thank you. See, <laughs> two skips get together and we've solved the world's problems. Oh, gosh. 
So <laughs> your website says this may mean that particularly painful memories are hidden away or they may manifest undesirable, aberrant, or even crippling behaviors or, or thought processes. Fears, phobias, psychological addictions, psychologically induced physical maladies often result. Let me throw something out to you now, and this might be out of your wheelhouse, but we call certain things when, that people recall, we call them past life memories. Scientists mm -hmm. nowadays call them cellular memory, mm -hmm. okay, sure. because your soul or your spirit comes into your physical body, your brain being an organ in your cells picks up these things and you start remembering them just as if it happened in this life. Have, oh, you, have you ever found any of this in your work? Yes. And I do past life regressions with clients. Sweet. And most of the memory work that I do is age regression, uh -huh. where I take them back to an earlier time in their life. I uh -huh. walk them back their timeline or use some other uh, method. Uh, one is called the movie theater method, where I take them back. Uh, they're actually imagining they're sitting in a movie theater and watching the movie of their life. And by the way, the subconscious mind has no uh, discernible difference between what is actually happening and what's in pretense. And you've heard that probably many times. It doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. Mm -hmm. So it works fantastically well. But yes, to answer your question, I have done work with people. Most of the work that I do with people that, that have uh, uh, interest in doing a past, past life regression is simply exploratory. They're fascinated by the prospect that they've lived before and that there are facets of themselves that may have been affected mm -hmm. by a past life. Right. And the subconscious mind is very intuitive. It understands that when you bring up a certain memory in this life or in a past life, that you're interested in changing that, that the, the effect that it's having on your life, uh -huh. maybe in the way you think or feel or act. So it does that. Uh, but hypnosis, hypnotherapy is well storied uh, for creating changes in people's lives or their behavior the way they feel through the use of past life regression. And I've, I've used it many times. Wow. Well, another question on the, that line. You've heard mm -hmm. of Dr. Brian Weiss, correct? I have been in sessions with Brian Weiss. Okay. Well, he uses hip, hypnotherapy to mm -hmm. or hypnosis, however you want to say it, for his past mm -hmm. life regressions. I've heard two That's trains right. two trains of thought is that there's past life regressions and there's past life regressions through hypnosis. But mm -hmm. I've also heard criticism of hypnosis in that respect. And the only reason I brought this up is I'm not debating this. I just want you to clarify this because from a professional standpoint and a doctoral uh or not doctoral, what am I saying? Uh let's just leave it at professional standpoint, <laughs> what your opinion is on this, your experience is that in hypnosis, past life regression, a person is some is often led through this, and thoughts could be implanted or created through the discussions or the voice or the talking that, of the hip, hypnotherapist. That's an argument of being That's an argument of it, yes. Yeah. That's doesn't mean it happens. It just means that's an argument. Right. So what can you say about that? I, I, I think that's absolutely correct. You can create false memories. Mm -hmm. You know... In my prior uh, work in this lifetime, I'm a retired federal special agent with the Air Force Office of Special Investigation. Oh. And I did a lot of, uh, a, 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 just a ton of, of interviews and interrogations throughout my career. And wow. that is always something that, that you were careful of. You were taught in the various classes and courses that I attended. Uh -huh. you, you don't want to create a false memory. When you're interviewing somebody or interrogating somebody, you want what, what, what comes across is to be factual as they understand it. Well, the same thing holds true in hypnosis. And when you do uh, hypnosis or past life regression with a client, you have to be careful that you're not creating uh, through suggestion the memory that they're bringing up. So I never lead with the questions that I use. Ah, I ask okay. them, where oh, are you now? Who is there with you? What do you see? What are you wearing? Yeah. 
Yep. Uh, what do you feel? That's how we it's do it. Yep. That's the exact same way that Sharon and I do our yeah. past life regression. So that's great. Yeah. That's a good confirmation for yeah, us. But that's that good is. to know that that's how, at least how you do it. So yeah. you're getting true results is what I see. Exactly. That's awesome. As the client understands it. Yes. You know, given that they're in hypnosis and they're the ones that are creating the, the memory and they're bringing it up to you. Yep. But that's a process that some people just don't embrace. You, you get clients who are skeptical and they'll say, well, I'm not sure if I was just imagining that or mm-hmm. if that was a, a memory. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I get that. But why would you have imagined that if it wasn't a memory? Why did you bring that up? Exactly. So I don't think, there's, as, as we said right in the very beginning of this interview, there are no accidents. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the person brought up that memory for a specific reason. It had some kind of significance to it. Yep. It, yeah. it bothered them on some level. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it had some kind of significance. Yep. Maybe it's just revelatory in, in that it's something that they need to approach or they need to explore further. Mm-hmm. And maybe they'll do that through hypnosis or some other modality. But I, I don't uh, just uh, eliminate it as, as something that's unimportant. I yeah. think what they tell me is important to them. I've had people who have had fantastic uh, past life regressions, who, it, I mean, it, almost life altering past life regression. I personally have experienced that through a past life regression with uh, another hypnotherapist many years ago, about 1985, and it was life-changing for me. Hmm. And in fact, it's what had a great deal to do with leading me into the, the field of hypnotherapy. Oh, wow. Well, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that was supposed to happen, too. That was True. already written. That's right. You... I firmly believe that. Yeah. Well, today we're so talking. You were following your path. <laughs> that's right. Today we're talking with Skip, Skip Albright, hypnotherapist in Surprise, Arizona. But this man can do hip- hypnotherapy through Skype or Zoom and achieves great results for people. Yeah. And some of the things I'm you curious. cover are weight reduction, smoking cessation, anxiety, pain management, fears, phobias, relationships, public speaking, nail biting, and other undesirable habits, social anxiety, confidence, self-esteem, improved sleep, sexual dysfunction, test performance and anxiety, past life, and age regression. I mean, that's just... He can make I'm me sure look younger? May th- yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll book an appointment for tomorrow. Yeah, make you feel younger. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have, yeah. I have to explain something to you, and I want to say this to the audience. Thirty-six years ago, I used to smoke four to six packs of cigarettes a day. Okay. That's why wow. you got hit up by the and, pickup because you well, stopped yeah, for why, cigarettes. Yeah, that's why I had my near-death experience. I stopped for cigarettes. If I hadn't have done that, who knows? But anyhow. The fo- I worked for the telephone company. That's where I retired from. And the telephone company said, anybody wants to quit smoking, pick a program. We'll pay for it. And I went, oh, that's cool. So I looked around, and I looked in the little, little nickel, which is a little advertising newspaper. And there was a guy in there that, that goes from hotel to hotel every weekend. One weekend he's in Tacoma. One weekend he's in Belby. One weekend in Everett. Anyhow, he does group hypnosis sessions. So I went in there and with my pack of cigarette in my po- cigarettes in my pocket, and I went in there and um, I don't. It didn't cost that much. It was like I was kind of surprised how little it was. Well, you're talking 1980. I know, but even back then it was really a very affordable. So anyhow, I go in there. Group thing goes on, and one of the key words he said when this session is over, you're gonna all walk back to the tables in the back of the room. You're going to throw your cigarettes in the waste can. You're going to take a drink of water, and you're going to look in the glass. And as the water leaves the glass, so too does the urge leave the body. I'll never forget those words. And I did that. Mm-hmm. And I'd never wanted a cigarette since. I, I just Because you had the desire to quit. Thank yeah, you. I, Thank you. I've been I, saying that. I wanted to quit, but I, tell, I, tell, I still love the smell of smoke, cigarettes. Yeah, but you had a son but, with asthma, and the doctor said it would be better if you didn't right, smoke. Right, so that was my drive. Yeah. And so I've never wanted to smoke a cigarette, and that's 36 mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say this. I do smoke cigars. I do not inhale. My you wife, didn't, though, for, my, for years. No, I, it was like for almost 30 years I yeah. didn't smoke cigars or nothing. Yeah. But 
I just like cigars because it reminds me, it connects me with my dad and my grandpa. And mm-hmm. I, do, I don't inhale, but boy, did I get results from my hypnosis. Yeah. And what, what, you know, the language of the subconscious mind is imagery and metaphor, pictures and video. Uh-huh. And what that, that hypnotherapist did is he created a metaphor. And that was, that glass was your desire to smoke. Oh. And so as you emptied the glass, you emptied your desire. So he created a metaphor that your subconscious mind understood perfectly. Mm-hmm. But what you brought to that session was the desire to quit smoking, or you wouldn't have been there in the first place. Had you gone there and said, this isn't going to work for me, I just want to see what this clown has to say, uh-huh. and I'm really not that interested in smoking, you wouldn't have quit smoking, no matter what he said. Right. You brought the desire, and that's the one component that the clients have to bring uh, to the session. Yeah. Well, you know, I was also an officer in the Auburn Elks at the time, and mm-hmm. I was so impressed with my results that I brought him into the Elks. We set up a night, an evening, where he did this for a group. The group had a, almost 100 people, and I think it was like 92 people. He did this, and there was only like seven people that went back to smoking. Mm-hmm. So wow. that, that group size and the results that people that quit smoking— um, out of 92 people, might have even been 98, I'm not sure, but only seven people went back to smoking. I mean, that was, to me, that was like, that's irrefutable proof that hypnosis sure. does work. And very similar to the results that I was explaining earlier when I do a group eye lock, yep. and maybe four or five people out of 50 will open their eyes. Yep. Uh-huh. Some people are bound to determine that they're not going to be able to be controlled, and that's what they think it is. Yes. So then I would say, why are you here in the first place? Uh-huh. If you want to sincerely make change, come in there with an open mind, That's with a right. desire to make the change, and then we can make the change. Wow. It makes total sense, and that is a truer statement that's never been told. It, one thing you, you have write, to want to. That's right. One thing you write is most people do not even realize that something as simple as a cruel comment they received as a child, physical or mental abuse or anxiety, have led to these behaviors and or pain-producing physical manifestations that have negatively and somehow, sometimes very seriously impacted their lives. And so, yeah. again, people don't realize what makes them do or think what they do or think. And it's why I always caution parents, be very careful what you say to your kids because their subconscious will believe you. Mm-hmm. And be careful what you say to yourself because your subconscious will believe you. So I have people... That'll be in my office and they'll say, oh, my gosh, I'm such an idiot. I said this. And I said, why do you call yourself an idiot? Because your subconscious is believing what you're saying. And, well, my dad used to call me an idiot all the time. I had a woman say that to me this week in uh, my diagnostic interview. My dad used to call me a dummy, dummy all the time. That was his nickname for me. Oh. I said, are you a dummy? No. Oh. How does it feel when you hear that? It hurts. And that hurts is the proof to me that it's anchored in the subconscious mind. Because every time she hears that word, it brings up that same yep. feeling. Yeah. Well, you know, that's another another example is when, when parents have told their children, you're never going to be worth anything. You can't yeah. do anything right. Absolutely. So You're convincing their subconscious. Yeah. So not just children, but even adults can still have this, create something at, a, at an adult age and have it affect them ongoing. Well, yeah, that's, that's why I said that if you've never had a dog bite you, but that one did, it's going to create a memory. Wow. That's yeah. right. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. And it happens all the time. Okay. Well, let's ask another question here on, a, on the same topic, but a different look at it. I'll go back to your ebook, Skipnosis, Self-Hypnosis, A Guide to Creating Life-Improving Change. It's available on Amazon. It explains in detail three separate methods for conducting self-hypnosis. So if, if a person bought this ebook, downloaded it, read it, listened to it, whatever, I don't know if it's in audio or not. Is it in audio? It, it can be audio. You can okay. download it as an audio. Yeah. Sweet. Amazon gives you the option. Okay. So people can do this, uh, and having not read that, that book yet or listen to it what is are they looking at one two three sessions of doing this or or for for a specific item or topic i I recommend that they do it several times a week 
the practice of the hypnosis itself. Once you understand it, once you've read it, you understand what the process is. And the reason I put three methods in there, Skip, was I wanted them to – some people need a lot of detail. That's what they – you know, and there's those kinds of personalities. I want to know everything they're in. And so they want a lot of detail. Some people want it to be simple. One method may not work for somebody, but it work, another method works for them. The, if they read that book and they applied what I say about allowing themselves to really feel the change taking place that they want to take place, in other words, I often tell clients, you know, you're, we're human tuning forks. You want to lose weight. You want to, you're 280 pounds, but you want to be 180 pounds. If you're thinking of yourself as a 280-pound uh, person, what do you want the universe to do? Send you the energy of a 180-pound person? It's impossible. It's going to give you what you're resonating at, what the, the, the frequency at which you vibrate, if everybody understands that, because oh, everything yeah. is energy. That makes everything sense. Everything is energy, and so are we. So if you're really feeling today is the heaviest I'm ever going to be for the rest of my life, I'm on my way to becoming 180 pounds. You don't have to lie to yourself and say, I'm already 180 pounds. No, you're not. Just look <laughs> in the mirror and you'll have proof of that. But if you say to yourself, I am on my way, and you really feel that, you feel the excitement in your chest, that is sure proof that you're going to be able to achieve the change that you're looking for. Give it time, and that's why weight loss is one of the most frustrating aspects to work with clients with, because it takes time. They don't leave my office 180 pounds. <laughs> yeah. They can leave my office and be a non-smoker. They can leave my office and have no anxiety or relatively low anxiety compared to what they came in at. They can lose that fear of heights or flying in airplanes or whatever the, the fear happens to be. They can feel better through the, their improved self-esteem, whatever the issue is. It, well, it, but the weight loss is one that certainly uh, takes time. Terry, so you have to be patient. And I can understand that. I Go have ahead. a question. I don't even know if it's possible, but if we got a group of people together, would you come up here and teach your class? Sure, absolutely. Well, well then we'll we just... may just be talking about that yeah. sometime. Soon. I mean, I think a lot of people get a benefit out of that. Yeah, sure. Forty or fifty I do people. Classes all the time. Okay. Right. I'm doing one in two days. Uh, I do them fairly regularly down here. Uh -huh. Hey, can you At do libraries it? And, can you know? Yeah. Can you do one by Zoom? Ooh. Uh, I, I suppose so, but that would kind of be in, you know, to, what, to have a whole classroom full of people sitting there watching a screen of me doing it? Yeah. yeah. Could. If they put it on a big screen, we could certainly interact, and they're going to hear what I have to say. Okay. Yeah, that happens all the time. It's well, like that watching, might be fun. You know, a TED Talk talk on TV or something. Wow, okay. Mm. Listen, we're going to talk more. Yeah. We're, you and I and Sharon will talk further um, about that. Another. we got one minute left. i got to wrap this up, Skip. Um, our guest for having me on your show today. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you our so guest much. is Skip Albright, Surprise, Arizona. Go to skipnotherapy.com. That's again, that's skipnotherapy.com. Self hypnosis. He has an ebook um, on how to do self hypnosis and um, help yourself. Skip, um, people listening, um, thanks, Skip, for being with us. And all of our listeners, we want to thank you for being with us. And Skip, like I said, we will be talking soon, okay? And that go to psychicspectrum.com. Okay, thank you very much. And yes, Thanks, Skip. Go, go, go to psychicspectrum.com, find out more about all of the events. We do five events and every month. And you know month. what? Yes. You know what? What's what? It's a wonderful world. It sure is. Love you, Daddy. <laughs>